Welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. Ember can have it since you have the one-on-one sessions. Okay. That actually makes more sense than Ember defaulting to you. So Ember, (laughs) you're up, my friend. Unmute the mic. Unmute the mic. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. How are you doing? Great. (laughs) You're like, now that I'm on the fucking spot, I'm great. Yeah. Well, you know what? You volunteered originally, so it's not technically like Little Lemon put you on the spot. Yeah, I I know, but I I feel like he, he like, you know, just made it seem like he was being nice, but really he knew what he was doing. He was like, no, 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 no. She could have it. Oh, yeah. I know. I saw saw the chess move in there, too, Ember. (laughs) I saw it, too, my dear. So uh, that's fine. You and I are just going to play some chess and we'll leave little lemon out of it for now. What is up, girl? Um, well, I I have like a Do couple of You want me to like... kick little lemon out while you ask your question? <laughs> no, that's not necessary. <laughs> I mean, it would be fun, but not necessary. <laughs> Actually, it was just being nice, but I'll take it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, girlfriend, what's up? <laughs> um, I have like a a couple of different questions for you, like small, not really one big question. No, only one is allowed, damn it. Oh, okay. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Let's just give it to me. What do you have? Okay. Um You you said you're in you're you're in uh therapy, correct? Oh God! I love where this is going. No, 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 no! I, I promise, I promise. It's, it's, it's literally a question. Anytime anyone opens with that, so you said this, right? Just pivot, pivot, run away. (laughs) All right, so. Aha, uh-huh. what what is your question ever? Um my question is how Mr. B is like respectful of that? Like does he like pry? Does he like is that normal? Like because like I I go to therapy and when people ask me how it was, I'm like what do you want me to tell you? Like everything I just told him, it it was therapy. Like I just, I tend to like snap a little bit because I'm like, what do you want me to tell you? It was, it was therapy. It's going to stay between us. Like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Um, do you like the people who are asking you that question? Not usually. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to be honest. Not usually. Okay. Well, I think that's um, the biggest thing. Like, you're feeling very defensive and triggered right off the bat by that question. Whereas, whenever Mr. B asked me that question, I don't feel defensive and triggered. I feel incredibly loved. So maybe you just don't need to talk to those people. 
if you don't even like them, why do they have an open door to ask you about therapy? Um, because one of them is my mother, but, you know, <laughs> that's beside the point. Uh, so just because she's mama, she's entitled to information you don't feel comfortable or safe giving her? No, but that that that's mom. She she doesn't she doesn't know boundaries like nothing about them. Okay, at all. then maybe she shouldn't talk to you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that point, but, uh, but kind of following. Yeah, okay. kind of following a therapist suggestion to uh, that he said like maybe you shouldn't yet. Um. Well, here's the thing: when you tell me that they don't do boundaries or they don't respect boundaries, I call bullshit on that. It's not up to them. It, 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 it's not up to them to respect your boundaries. It's up to you whether you will tolerate your boundaries being disrespected. So if you're telling That's me, true. if you're telling me she doesn't do boundaries or she doesn't respect boundaries, I'm going to look right back at you, honey, and go, what are you doing to allow her to violate you? Well, currently, <clears throat> her birthday was this past uh, Monday, and I think she like called me like eighteen times or something, and I just didn't answer any of them. Okay. And um, it was weird, but like you know, I knew I needed to stand my ground. So, mm -hmm. well, that was good, very good first victory. So, you can do that with the therapy thing too. What would make you feel the most comfortable? Her not asking you the question at all? Um, wow. Okay, that, that turned. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> See how easy uh, boundaries are? So, yeah, like, what, what in, in, in your perfect world, what what would happen is she would she just not ask you about therapy at all <clears throat> um in a perfect world no one would because i like after therapy i get really weird and snappy and i'm in my head a lot like for the rest of the day and i'm i'm just not very pleasant to be around okay so maybe you just need <clears throat> to set a new boundary Okay, yeah, that's true. Right? Like, if that's, how, if that's truly how you feel, then why are you allowing anyone to ask you that question? <clears throat> I never really thought that, um, like, you could make a boundary about not asking a question. I don't know. Oh, well, I would set the boundary like this. I would say something to like the people that I love and care about or yeah, mom, whatever. I would basically say, look, therapy is really intense and really private, really personal. And I don't want to talk about how therapy is. And going forward, I would really appreciate if you not at, even ask me how it is. I find it draining and triggering and it would make my therapy process a lot easier. Just not having to deal with that question. Would you be willing to respect me in that way? Yeah, that 
definitely sounds like something I can say, do. Okay. Yeah. Do you that feel like good? Good. Do you feel like you would get a positive response from that? No. Okay. <laughs> Which it leads to a whole can of worms, but uh, I'd rather just move on to the next question if you don't mind. Well, let me just wrap it up by saying if that is the boundary that you're going to set and you think it's going to be dishonored or violated, then you have the ability to shut that down too. And if you set that boundary and you make that very reasonable, respectful request and your mom still calls you after therapy, hey, how was therapy? Then you go, mom, I told you what my boundary was. Please don't ask me that question. If she does it again, then you go, mom, I've already told you what my boundary was. This is the second time you've tried to violate it. So I'm going to hang up the phone now. That makes sense. Just because it's mama doesn't mean she has a right to your information. Just because they're oh, yeah. family does not mean they have a right to your information or your intimacy. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> slowly learning that, working on it. Good. Um, it's just, uh, it's really difficult when, like, after pretty much my entire life, it hasn't been that way. Like, I mean, I had... It's it's very complicated, the entire relationship. It's like a, a whole thing. But I appreciate that. I'm going to use that. And um, thank you very much. Oh, what a sweet way of saying, well, that's not going to fucking work, so I'll move on now. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not trying to say that. I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> it's just the, the, the situation is, is really complicated, and I... Don't want to open up a whole can of worms. Okay, so then what oh. answer do you want? I I like that answer. I'm going to take it and use it. I just uh, I'm. It, it, can I ask you the next the next question? Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> okay. Um, <clears throat> I've been wanting to uh, like go back to. <clears throat> like putting my dom shoes back on, so to speak, because mm -hmm. uh, I've been like kind of MIA from that for a long time because I didn't really have the mental energy to do that. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I think part of what crippled me in that space is that Maybe I was just in my head a lot, but because I am a brat, like, when I bought them, people really like to brat back to me to see how the brat is going to handle it. And truthfully, I'm just like, fuck, I don't know some of these things. Like, I really don't know what to do in some of these situations. So I, like... I just get in my head a lot. So okay. Okay. I I have a specific 
example. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. So if, if you're punishing somebody as a top and the, the punishment is ignoring them, What's to say they cannot call their their safe word? No, no, no. Wait, that's that's safe word abuse. You already said that before. But what's to say they cannot call like? I guess I'm wondering like when it's fair to like end that punishment and like like if they show no reaction to it either even. Like, they just don't care that you're ignoring them. Um, all right, let's start there. Like, what like what would you do in that moment if you were trying to punish somebody and they didn't react to it, like, at all? By ignoring them? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use that as a punishment. Okay. So, like, the, I guess that's kind of my question. Like, and that's a great, yeah, yeah, exactly where I'm going, Little Lemon. Like, did you say I'm going to yes. ignore you now because this is a punishment? Yeah. Okay. And they're not responding, as in they're not changing their behavior. They're not being remorseful. They're just like, okay, fine, fuck you. Pretty much. Okay. And you want to know what to do with that? Um, yeah. And then, like, the other part of it is, like, if they don't start being like, please, please, I promise, like, I'll, I'll change and stuff like that. Like, when do you feel like it's appropriate to, to stop that punishment? Like, that's, it's just little things like that that I'm unclear about that I don't want to like injure anybody like I don't want to harm anybody I don't want to trigger anybody I just I also want to be confident to do what I have to do when I'm in that headspace you know mm -hmm. well here's my philosophy on punishment a submissive does not change their behavior until the punishment costs them enough so right. clearly ignoring this submissive hasn't cost them enough to change their behavior. Right. So you would have to escalate the punishment. What and that would be taking time to know them to figure out where their pain point is. Oh, dear God. How long have you known this submissive? Um. Oh, no. No, no, it's actually longer than you think, but, like, because it's mostly, we just, like, see each other at play parties and stuff like that, like, it can be, like, um, there can be, like, lapses of, uh, like, it, it could be a couple months before we see each other again, so, like, technically a couple of years. How often do we see each other? Not very often. So... Okay. I mean, how often do you engage and talk to this person? 
Uh, is this before I took my little break or? Currently, how often do you talk to this person? Every couple of weeks, they'll like shoot me a message, like seeing how I am and whatnot. Because I I know that they they miss it, like the the dynamic or playfulness that we had with each other. But you know they're they're trying not to push me, which I I respect. It's fantastic, you know. Um, so they'll shoot me a message every couple of weeks right now to ask me how I am. And we'll talk a little bit, and then we'll just go back to silence, and we're both doing our own thing, you know? <clears throat> and this is the person that you tried to punish? Yes, because she specifically said, I want you to punish me. Like, Oh, God. Well, there's your first fucking problem. <laughs> You want to know how to punish a submissive when they say, I want to be punished? Not to punish them. Be extra sweet and ridiculous. Like, here's the thing. You're, you're working on a level two information, but trying to have, like, a level seven kind of interaction within this dynamic. That just doesn't work. Right. It just doesn't work. Like, I would not. And where's the fulfillment in that? You talk randomly, just <laughs> shallow shit once every couple weeks, and then she shows up. I want you to punish me. I'm sorry. Fuck you. If you want, if you want my dominance, fucking earn it. If you want my investment, fucking earn it. If you want my time and my creative investment, show the fuck up more than once every two fucking weeks. I don't know about you, Ember, but my dominance is valuable as fuck. I'm damn yeah. good at what I do. And yeah. I don't I don't I give don't. my I don't give my dominance to just anyone who wants it. So why are you? Because that's the problem. They weren't you're looking for remorse. You're yeah. looking for remorse. You're looking for the oh, whatever you want, I'll, I'll do whatever you say. But that level of devotion to want to please you with that level of intensity was never built before the punishment was established. Right. That's why you're not getting the response. So this isn't actually a punishment. This is a punishment, you realize. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because when when she said it, it was in negotiation. It wasn't like, oh, I just, I want you to punish me. Like... She said, I want punishments. I, I just wanted you to understand like, that I wasn't giving a punishment that was not um, consensual, you know? It wasn't... No, I know that. I never got that impression. When did you do this negotiation? We negotiate pretty much every time we see each other just to make sure that we're still on the same page. Oh, because God. it's because it's months between and like she she plays with other people so it's like i want to make sure that in the time that i have been absent that she hasn't like discovered something new oh well, i don't like this anymore this is right. fine oh this this is no longer fine so 
we kind of have a like the first time was the most intense but after that it's like you know we just kind of have a talk like is everything the same you know like I kind of try to remember you know everything that she told me her medical conditions like everything like that it's kind of more of like a quick thing okay so what is your question um well it was specifically about the the punishment thing because i feel like if i can you know uh answer these questions that i have in my head where i'm not sure what i would do that i would feel more confident as a dominant to do what i have to do does that make sense yeah you just haven't built your fence line yet that's why you're struggling you may, you may be negotiating you know limits but right. you you haven't fully built your fence line you don't actually know the pain point number 1 and then that devotion to want to please you and not want to displease you isn't there so that's that's going to be just conducive to just a very transactional, shallow kind of engagement anyway. So if you're wanting to, you know, play with this person on a regular basis, I'm not sure what you're getting out of this, but if you're wanting to play with this person and kind of explore your dominant side again, then you have to know their true authentic pain point. And you have to know what will bring them to that point of, of remorse. And if it's not ignoring that, that's not painful enough. What is their actual pain point? You need that information to fill in your fence line. That's huge. That's okay. absolutely huge. Like you need to know. You need to know not only the true pain points, but then why is this person requesting punishments from you? Is it coming from a masochistic place? Is it coming from a, I'm asking for punishments, but I'm really looking for punishments place? Is it coming from a submissive arousal place where I just want you to extend punishments to me so that I'll feel more submissive to you? Knowing the why behind that request is powerful. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's gather, yeah, yeah, gather that data because that's going to give you the motive. And then the motive along with the true pain points is really going to help you navigate where you can escalate things. There are some, mm -hmm. there are some submissives that'll poke, poke, poke and Brad and, you know, not, not give that remorse because they're wanting, what else do you got? kind of thing right right and that's a very different strategy to take than a submissive who is seeking the punishment from a masochistic desire or they're seeking the punishment from a power gap desire like how to navigate that kind of pushback will vary greatly depending on the pain point and the motive so get those two Get those two points of data to fill in that fence line. 
And I think you're going to feel a lot more confident, not just with this submissive, but going forward. Knowing a submissive's pain point, knowing what motivates their request for domination, knowing what motivates their request for punishment, knowing why they want to be with you as a dominant in the first place, all of these are going to fill in the puzzle pieces. Can I ask you what you mean about fence line? Yeah, so have you heard me uh, tell that story about the groups of children on the playground? I have not. Is it somewhere where I can go and look so you don't have to repeat yourself? I love telling this story, so I'm just going to say it right now. So there was a study done. There was a study done years ago by some university here in America. University of Michigan or something. I don't remember. But anyway, they basically took two sets of identical age children. So we're talking like between five and six years old. And they took two groups, group A and group B. Group A and their teacher went onto a playground without um, a fence around it. And the researchers noticed that the children stayed close to their teacher and they didn't really like go out and play a lot or explore the playground then in group b same age range of children five or six years old with their teacher went on to an identical playground the only difference on the playground from group a and group b is group b's playground had a fence line around it and what the researchers saw was that the children behaved completely differently in playground B with the fence around it, the children immediately dispersed from the teacher. They ran all around the playground, had a great time, played, went right up to the fence line, stuck their little fingers through the fence, all that. And the why I tell that story is that's exactly how it is as a dominant in a scene. When you don't know where your boundaries are, when you don't have the full information you need about your submissive, you haven't created that fence line. And you will therefore behave like those children who are too scared to explore because they don't want to cross a boundary line. Versus when we as dominants have the full scope of knowledge of our submissive, when we know limits, when we know boundaries, when we know pain points, when we know all of these things, motivations, etc., We have a full fence line built around our playground and we can explore and do whatever the fuck we want within those boundaries. And we don't have to get in our head. We don't have to feel paralyzed or crippled because we know exactly where that fence line is and we're not going to cross it. Wow. (laughs) I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you are trying to play on the playground without a full fence line. Right. Just get that fence line and you'll feel much more confident to play and explore. And it sounds like specifically for your case, part of your fence line is knowing that submissive's true authentic pain point and their motivation for requesting punishment and their motivation for wanting to be with you. Fill in that information. Keep building that fence line. Finish building that fence line. And I think you're going to feel a lot more empowered. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. Cool. It really does. Good. Fantastic. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. 
I have no more questions. Okay. Well, that was wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. All right, Ember. <laughs> I appreciate you. If, if I solved your problems and you don't have anything else for me, you can go ahead and mute that mic whenever you're ready. And the rest of us will give Ember some loves and hugs and snugs virtually and uh, some praise for being so open and vulnerable and awesome. So thank you, Ember, for sharing. Huggles. Love that, Margalee. Love that. All the loves. Clap, clap, clap. Very good. My pleasure, Ember. My pleasure. And I'm sorry that you got dealt kind of a shit hand with the mama situation. I, too, got dealt a shit hand with the mama situation. My heart goes out to you. Just remember, you are worth those sexy, sexy boundaries. Anyone listening to the sound of my voice, you are worth having boundaries. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care how long they've known you. No one is entitled to you. No one is, no one is entitled to your privacy. No one is entitled to your information. And no one is entitled to harass you or violate you. So, on that little reminder, I want to thank every single one of you for showing up tonight. Have you enjoyed yourselves tonight? Has this been a good show? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Yes. Good. Very, very good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Wonderful, everyone. Well, again, I want to thank Mr. and Mrs. Crazy Grow for sharing and being open. Ember, as well, for being open and sharing. And uh, who else? We got Connor. Connor, of course, thank you for being open and sharing with us. Standing those spots, would you let me know? Yes, I will. I will let you know. I cannot. I am so beyond overloaded right now. I cannot possibly open 10 more spots right now. But I might be able to open more than one, less than five right now, Geomatic. But because I'm wrapping up some really big projects, I told my admins the other day, I'm trying to finish up like three really big projects for you guys that are just taking up so much of my time. Once those are done, I would love to open up just a big batch of available coaching spots. <laughs> one and a half, one and a half projects left. No, I don't think I've told you all my projects, John. They're going to kill me. One and a half spots. <laughs> I open up two spots, but one only gets a half hour. <laughs> so savage, John. So very savage. <laughs> I know that you bought a full session, but this is technically only a half spot. Oh, that's one way to brat. 30 minutes is a warm-up for you. I, I save marriages in 30 minutes in less or less some days. Little lemon gets that. <laughs> I actually had a client the other day. We, we were speaking for, I think I clocked it at like 17 minutes. And she's crying. She's crying in a good way. Good cathartic cry. And she looks at the clock and she goes, 
Oh my gosh, it's only been 17 minutes and you've solved all my problems. I've been going to therapy for 20 years and you helped me more in 17 minutes than in 20 years of therapy. I'm like, yeah, it's just what I do. You are welcome. So, yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, I, I have to go over a little bit with my clients because we're getting really, really deep. But uh, sometimes we can do a little drive-by coaching <laughs> in 20 minutes too late i already got a full session neener 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 so do superheroes eat and sleep and stuff um they should because we need calories and rest yes you're awesome you are awesome too ember i'm so glad you're here all right everyone i hear my lover out there getting the soup that i made my delicious homemade soup that I made at 5.30 today and have not had time to eat. No, Mr. B. Mr. B is getting himself some yummy dinner right now. So I think I'm going to go and join him. Chicken soup or tortilla? Why are you guessing those two? Because I said soup and you know me. They're the faves. Chicken soup or tortilla? Aren't they the same thing? Oh, the detox chicken soup? That's one of your favorites? Ugh. I eat that detox chicken soup only because it's a detox chicken soup. It is so bland. Ugh. But it's very, it's good for your body and it will help detox absolutely. Mr. Crazy Grow is giving you the aftercare for my spanking for me. <laughs> yes. Just as he should, Mrs. Crazy Grow. Oh, Geomatic, I love you. So glad that you're here. Give my love to your submissive. Love you both. Adios, goddess L, and you know me. It hits your bones. Good night, good night, everyone. Yes, it's chicken tortilla soup, and I'm going to go jump into some delicious chicken tortilla soup right now. So everyone, go eat your dinner if you haven't. Have a wonderful night. I love you all. Good night, good night.